If you had plans to travel to Australia over the past two years, COVID certainly put a stop to that. The cost of flights was sky high. There were so few seats available. Plus, you had to stump up for hotel quarantine when you arrived. But now international borders are reopening and a ticket down under is becoming more reasonable. Hello, I'm Kate Creedon and this is Nursing Down Under. So to find out what needs to happen before you book that flight, let's check in with the team from the UK and Ireland. Jane Cunningham is Alliance Nursing International Recruitment Manager based in Cork. Welcome, Jane. Hi, Kate. Nice to speak to you again. Nice to chat to you too. And also with us is Catherine Miller. Catherine is Alliance Nursing's UK Recruitment Consultant based in London. Hello, Catherine. Hi, Kate. Uh, Lovely to be here. So lovely to have you guys. Now, Jane, maybe you could start us off. How have nurses been impacted by the pandemic? Well, so I think along with the rest of the world, everything was upended for everybody that had their plans made to travel to Australia. So when the pandemic kicked off, there was no travel initially. As we know, the borders were, you know, completely closed to everybody. Um, And there was no, no outward travel from the UK and Ireland for a while as well. So I think, you know, it left a lot of people stranded in terms of their plans they didn't know when they would be able to go if they would be able to go would their visas expire you know would the nursing registration expire so I think it just left a whole load of people with with basically with their plans up in the air and and no questions answered for them. Yeah absolutely and Catherine have many UK nurses um, have also been forced to put their their plans on hold in the past couple of years? Well yeah as as James just mentioned at the start of the pandemic there were quite a few nurses who had to put everything on hold. As you mentioned, the clothes were bo- uh, the borders were closed, the visas were not being issued. Um, we kept in touch with those people uh, and made sure that you know we touched base with them every so often. And eventually, you know, as things start to progress, most of these candidates now are either over there or they're going to travel over there in the next few months. So are you noticing you're, you're getting a lot of interest now, a bit of a backlog of nurses that are keen to move to Australia? There's a lot of interest, yeah. There are so many inquiries coming through. Um, it's been pretty full on since the beginning of the year, to be honest. So exciting um, and busy, which is great, great for us. I mean, what are the most asked questions you're getting from nurses right now? I suppose it's kind of back to basics again. Like, you know, can they travel? How, how do they get started with the whole process? Has it changed from what it was pre-pandemic to now? Um, you know, can, can nurses still bring their partners with them? Can they travel in groups? I suppose, you know, a lot of the questions are probably the same as, as what they always were, but just another level of uncertainty there. Are the nurses um, that you're speaking to, are they nurses that put their plans on hold, perhaps in 2020, now coming back, or are these a whole other cohort of nurses? It's both. So we have, you know, the majority of nurses that we would have been in touch with in, in 2020 when everything kicked off with the pandemic, we kept in touch with the whole way through. So as we learned what was happening, we were relaying the information back to them. So they were, you know, aware of, you know, where they where we were in terms of the borders, where we were in terms of the visas, what would happen with their nursing registration? Would it be extended for them? So as we were able to get answers, we were passing it on to the nurses. And I think it helped to just, you know, kind of, you know, make them feel a bit more secure about their plans for the future. So, um, yeah, so we have a whole new cohort of nurses, like you said, looking to go. But we also have all of the people from 2020 and this year, 2021, um, that are now getting finally to travel over. 
So yeah, as Catherine said, it is extremely busy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what are they hearing from their nursing colleagues already working here in Australia? I guess, you know, they're kind of giving them tips along the way and on how to progress with the, with the process. Thankfully, now the quarantine in Victoria and um, New South Wales, you know, has been done away with. Um hopefully permanently um, and I guess that was a major question for a lot of the nurses going over that had friends go ahead of them you know how did you get through quarantine what did you do to stay busy in the hotel and you know things like that but we're also getting really really good feedback a lot of our nurses at the moment are word of mouth referrals so we're getting a lot of feedback from nurses friends that have traveled already back to the nurses in Ireland and the UK advising them to go with Alliance Nursing just because of the support I guess that they've gotten from the UK and Ireland side as well as when they landed over in Australia. And Catherine is that how most of the nurses you speak to are also hearing about Alliance? Yeah, most of most of uh, the nurses that come through come through referrals from existing uh, candidates or previous candidates. Um, which, to be honest, is a really positive endorsement of all the work that the team puts into supporting the nurses and the midwives when they're out there. So it's great feedback and it, it generates an awful lot of referrals. In addition, um, we have our website where a potential candidate can go on, make an inquiry, uh, all done online. That comes through and either myself or Jane will contact that candidate, discuss the whole process, go through all the various stages, what they need and how to start getting it, you know, getting it into work. Well, Jane, how is the how's the process changed for nurses now that borders are reopening? It's, it hasn't changed massively. Things in terms of, you know, like the nursing registration, the APRA, that whole process has actually been simplified over the the pandemic period because they've moved to an online system whereas before the nurses from the UK and Ireland are all international nurses it all had to be done through the post which was very very time consuming but now they APRA have developed an online um, submission system which is absolutely brilliant so we're seeing the APRA approvals come through a lot quicker which is fantastic for the nurses so you know it it it's not it's not a bad thing let's say you know the pandemic hasn't made it extremely complicated at all it's improved in some aspects and Catherine we know nurses um, would be coming to Australia or most nurses come on a working holiday visa is that process still the same yeah the process is is generally the same um it's all done online and as a nurse or a, a midwife you will be required to do a medical and, and typically how long does that take well we, we definitely allow around three months for the application of your visa to go through. However, it's been a bit a bit longer than that over this period. So, um, but generally speaking, we allow three months. If, if your APRA arrives after that, uh, in that time and your visa still hasn't come in with a three month period, um, we, we in the team are able to chase and follow up your visa for you. So, um, it's running really, really well now. So we're very happy how it, uh, the visas are getting issued at that point. And how long can nurses stay for? Okay, the initial visa is for one year. Um, and then subsequent years, up to three years, you can apply for an additional year. 
um, this is you being compliant and working, um, doing the farm work um, in regards to uh, getting that extra year. So you do your first year, you do farm work, you apply for your second year, you do your second year, do your farm work, you apply for your third year. So up to total of three years. And just explain to me a little bit about the farm work um, component. How long would you be spending, um, you know, working in a regional area? I believe, Jane, it's about it's 12 weeks, is it, Jane? roughly yeah I think it's the equivalent of about 12 weeks or um, 90 days I think it is yeah and is is that something the alliance can help out with as well so the best way to get the farm work is word of mouth so it's by speaking to other people that have done it and getting recommendations because you know there's a real mixed bag out there I think with the farm work you know some people have really really good experiences some people not so much so the best way to get it is to speak to other nurses or other people in Australia on working holiday visas and find out about you know where they went what kind of farm work they did did they enjoy it um, I know Aoife in the in the Sydney office, Aoife Frawley, she knows a lot about it as well. Um, it's not something we assist directly with, but we just recommend that you speak to other people that are already over there and get and get information from them. What other opportunities are there to stay longer? I mean, what if you want to make a permanent move? So there is a few options. So we sponsor nurses. So Alliance sponsors nurses. So, you know, a lot of nurses that go over and work on their work and holiday visa may well go on to get sponsored by Alliance and work for us full time. Um, and that's where, you know, we are your employer. You work through the agency. It's still agency nursing, um, but Alliance Nursing is your end employer. Um, we also deal with quite a range of permanent roles. So we're, we're recruiting a lot on behalf of um, a lot of national contracts across, across Australia at the moment. One such one is, um, I know there's a lot of work in justice health at the moment, and I think we'll be talking about that and maybe one of the other podcasts, but there, there certainly is, you know, plenty of opportunities there if people want to stay on permanently. So a lot of um, sponsored nurses, sorry, a lot of the work in holiday visa nurses, you can either get sponsored by the agency or we can arrange direct sponsorship with the hospital or with a, a facility. Um, and then obviously there, you know, there's the opportunity then to apply for your permanent residency. Uh, which allows you then to pretty much work, you know, where you want for for as long as you want. You're not tied down according to your visa. Um, but if anybody from Ireland or the UK is looking to make a permanent move over, you know, in the first instance, rather than going through a working holiday visa or a sponsorship, um, you know, they'd have to apply for their permanent residency, obviously. But we do have a lot of roles then that we can assist them with once their permanent residency has been approved. And what about, um, you know, vaccination. I mean, um, we know that you need a COVID vaccine to travel to Australia, to work in Australia. Um, what else do you need? So for nursing over there, um, what we ask, we ask if there's three main ones from the UK and Ireland that we need to get covered off. And it's easier for you to get the evidence of them here than to leave it until you get to Australia. If you leave it until you get to Australia, it's just going to delay your start date for work because it's going to take a bit of time. So this is another one of the areas that we cover off from this side of the world. So the main ones that we're looking for at the moment, obviously, as you said, the, the COVID vaccine, the double shot of that um, and, you know, potentially now the booster for anybody that's that's had it over here before they travel um we look for two evidence or sorry two doses evidence of two doses from your mmr from when you were a baby uh we look for evidence of your three doses of your hepatitis b vaccination along with a um 
positive serology for the same, but with the exact measurements. So when you're getting the serology done, we have to have your exact measurements. And then also we look for a positive serology for varicella or for chickenpox. Um, so, you know, a lot of these, so the, the MMR and the varicella, that generally can be just given to you by your GP. So just go back to your GP from when you were a baby and get a copy of your, your um, vaccinations. And then the HEPI is generally done when you're training to be a nurse. So it's usually Aki Health um, or from your uni that might have the, the evidence of that. But it's just easier for the nurses if they can provide us with that information from here. And then when they get to Australia, there is a couple of vaccines you have to get when you get over there, but they're very straightforward. It's a case of going to the chemist literally and getting them done, um, like the flu vaccine. But obviously it's the Australian flu vaccine you're going to need to have in flu season, not the Irish or the, the English flu vaccine. Just because of there's different strains there, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Is agency nursing in Australia very different to the UK and Ireland? I don't think it's very different in that it's run the same. You know, you give your availability, you work when you want to work. Um, I think that agency nurses in Australia are held in very high esteem. A lot of them are international nurses, you know, with their with their degrees. I know that Irish nurses are held in very high esteem worldwide because they do the four year degree course and their final year is a full internship year where they're working on the wards as a staff nurse for a whole year. Um, so I think in that in that sense, a lot of the nurses, when they go to Australia, they they don't like an agency nurse isn't just there to make up the numbers. You know, a lot of the wards can be run on agency nurses. Um, agency nurses are very, very capable in Australia. You know, there there is such a demand for them. I guess they, they have to be able to come in and hit the ground running. So they're not just an extra pair of hands as they can be seen over this side of the world sometimes, if that makes sense. And once you, um, I guess, um, have your visa, your registration sorted, is that when you can you can book your flights? Yeah, so you can, I mean, really, you can book flights at any stage, but we recommend that you have all the criteria met before you do it, just in case you have to cancel because something's been delayed in your application or, you know, I mean, I, I'd be a bit of a nervous Nelly and I would always say to the nurses, you know, have your visa approved and then book your flights. And what support is there to help you get set up in Australia? So what we do is we take, obviously, all of your information from this side. Myself and Catherine do all the paperwork, all the compliancy checks, referencing everything. Your file is in Australia before you are. So when you arrive over, your, your meeting with the agency in whatever state you're going to has already been set up, set up. They have your file. They know who you are. They'll be in touch with you before you ever get on the plane. Um, Aoife is amazing in terms of, you know, she's constantly in touch with the nurses, answering all their questions. You know, we get some, you know, very kind of the same questions all the time and we get some very, very random questions and if myself and Catherine can't answer it Eve will be able to answer it so you know it's it's I suppose just knowing there's somebody there at the end of the phone and they know who you are you're not just a number you know you're you know you're you're Jane Cunningham or you're Kay Creedon or you know they know who you are they have your background they know when you're arriving they'll check in with you as soon as you arrive if there's any dramas you know they're there to be contacted it's good to know um Catherine, what sort of feedback are you getting from nurses that are already working uh, for Alliance? Actually, all the feedback is, is extremely good. They feel very, very um, supported. Um, 
all their questions seem to, you know, no matter how strange and bizarre they are, they seem to get to uh, to the, the conclusion that they wanted. And I think that the, the support is the, the main thing that comes back. They feel that they um, are speaking to people that know them, people understand, um, you know, what they want from the whole adventure. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's always been positive feedback that I've had. And, and you too, Jane, yeah. I believe. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's, it's all very positive. Do you think 2022 is going to be a better year for nurses travelling to Australia? I think so. Already things are looking up. You know, there's a lot more flights going. Flights aren't getting cancelled as often. Um, you know, we've had no major flight dramas over the last few weeks, which is amazing. The amount of nurses that are landing every week is increasing. So I think already touch wood we're looking positive for 2022 <laughs> <laughs> wonderful news well jane Catherine, thank you so much for staying up late to chat to me from the other side of the world it sounds like you are going to be very busy over the next few months i think so <laughs> <laughs> lovely to have you both thank you thanks kate join me in the next episode of nursing down under as we explore an aussie city with plenty to offer international nurses i'll give you one clue wine. If you're keen on making the move down under, we'd love to have you to start your journey. Get in touch with the team at www.alliancenursing.com.au.